Hello everyone and welcome back to another edition of the Right Wing Vegan. I am Scott. I hope you guys had a great, great weekend. I really, I really do. Um, kind of hard to have great weekends anymore. Kind of hard to have great days anymore because I am, I got to tell you guys, my stress level with this election is at 11. I realized that yesterday. I was sitting down and I was on Twitter and I got into an argument with somebody. And again, why do I do this? You know, because you, you get into the arguments with people on Twitter, you're never going to change their mind. These are just nuts who are sitting at their computer just typing stuff to troll. I do a little of that. I'll openly admit it, right? I'm sitting there and I am going to, um, I, you know, I'm going to troll too because that's just what I do, right? That's what we all do on Twitter and it's fun and we have a good time with it. But I realized afterwards that I am at a level of stress with this election that is incredibly unhealthy. Um... I really am, honestly. I mean, I am I am more stressed out um, about this election than I am with like actual things in my life. Like I'm I'm seriously like I, I so I think this episode what I want to do is talk a little bit about that. I want to do not a reset, but I want to have more of a fill. I want to wax philosophical with you guys this today. I don't want to talk about. I'll briefly talk about some of the news that dropped over the weekend. We'll get that out of the way. And then we'll briefly talk about some of the news that I think is going to come this week. But but I more moreover, I want to wax philosophical with you guys. Because I get asked this question a lot, you know. With everything that's going on, how do I explain things in a way that don't make me sound like a nut, right? Because when you start talking about big tech censorship, when you start talking about the deep state, when you start talking about... The Hillary emails, or Hillary, see what I did there? The Hillary emails, my goodness, the Biden emails. You lose people. You really do because you sound like a nut. If I start talking about the deep state and how the FBI held onto these emails, even though Trump was being impeached and, and they didn't, they didn't even let the White House know that these emails existed. These emails kind of provide a lot of evidence that maybe Trump had reason to ask the government of Ukraine to look into the Bidens. There's so much here, and it goes so deep that a normal person who sees this, they can't process it. I can't even process it, and I'm very deeply down the political hole. Like, I'm deep, 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 and I can't even process a lot of what's going on. But this is this is big stuff, big news, obviously big stuff and big news, right? Obviously. But... Part of the reason why I'm not going to go deep into it today is, A, we did a pretty good job on Friday covering what we know, I think, Kelly and I, and B, a lot more information is going to drop. What I think, I think there's a smoking gun, and I think they're slow rolling, right? And we're getting, we're getting information now from different agencies. So it started with the New York Post. Now Fox News has been investigating. OAN is investigating. Um, the Wall Street Journal posted something about it. So you're getting multiple news agencies who still have credibility who still want to report the news i know fox gets a bad rap but it really shouldn't anymore if you watch fox in 2020 it's outside of the the 8 p.m 9 p.m and 10 p.m slots it's really hard to say that they're in the bag for for trump i mean if you watch brett bear if you watch their actual news coverage if you watch weekend shows on fox i would say that that they're a lot more anti-trump than they have been right and, and in the past, for sure. And I think that, that, you know, these news agencies are starting to look into this. And a lot of questions are starting to come up. So more information is going to come out at the end of the week. So I'm going to hold off in talking about the emails 
talking about what I think this means to the campaign for a couple more days because I want to see what comes out. I want to see what drops. What scares me is that I don't think, I don't know how much of an impact this is going to have. I don't. I think, you know, I don't think the media is covering it enough. And I think they're covering for Biden so much that I'm just not certain how much normal people know about this. And again, because it's so complex, because it really takes you down a rabbit hole. I just don't know how much normal people know about this, care about this. I don't know. I really don't. I hope they do, because this shows a level of corrupt. This is just another example, probably the best example we have with the tech censorship that occurred. I mean, when people started sharing this story, Twitter and Facebook immediately jumped to ban these people, take the article down, silence speech. And I think that can, that, again, that should concern every American, not just people on the right. That, could, that should concern people on the left. But again, how many people know that Twitter and Facebook did this? How many news agencies are covering this? Is CNN covering this at all? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, I wonder, you know, when I see stuff like this, it really concerns me, right? This is why my stress levels are so high because, because I see this news and I realize how deep the corruption runs and then, and then I, I see Biden winning, right? Even if I don't believe the polls, which I don't because I, I, Again, my eyes, my eyes, like the eye test would tell me that Trump has the enthusiasm. Trump has the momentum. And and as long as everybody who supports Trump goes out and votes, I, I think Trump could win. But what scares me is what happens if Biden wins? And this is why my stress is at a thousand. There are many reasons to believe that Trump could win this election. There's data to support that belief. It's not just an out there belief. 56% of of people, according to a Gallup poll, are better off now than they were four years ago. Uh, The the early voting in Michigan on Saturday was in favor of Trump, even though it should be in favor of Biden. We should be seeing heavy, heavy Democrat numbers right now. The the momentum is with Trump, obviously. The signs, the, the rallies. You see so many people. There was a video of Trump driving through California and L.A. And there were thousands and thousands of people just lining the streets. So the momentum's there for Trump. At Biden, he can't even get six people to his rallies. He's using large teleprompters. The fact that Biden really, really, really should call into question, do we need a cognitive leader? Do we need somebody whose faculties are there? People, listen to this. If you, if you forget everything, forget all of the reporting, forget all of the, the bias, forget it all. When you listen to Biden talk, do you really think he's all there? A stutter's a stutter. A stutter is when I say a, th- 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 a, th- a thousand. That's a stutter. A stutter is not accidentally saying 200 million people are going to die by the time I, I get done with this speech. That's a disconnect. A stutter is not saying, I'm Joe Biden and I'm, I'm running for the Senate. That's a disconnect, right? You can't really believe that they're, they think Biden's going to serve a full term, which means you're voting for Kamala Harris. And that is really scary because Kamala is the most progressive liberal candidate to ever run for office. She really is. 
Kamala, like, just think about this. Kamala Harris supports full government programs for illegal immigrants. That includes welfare. That includes health care. For illegal immigrants, which would just encourage them to come. It's all common sense. But I'm scared, man, because the deep state runs deep. It runs deep. So... So I don't know, you know, I don't know. I am scared. I'm stressed. And I don't, I don't want to be, but I think I'm going to be. I don't think there's any way to avoid that, right? I don't think there's any way to avoid that. But overall, what I want to do is I want to refocus and I want to, I want to ask a simple question that I've asked people I know. If you are voting for Joe Biden, can you tell me why? Can you give me one reason why? And I'm not asking that question to be rude. I'm not asking that question to fight or debate or to tell you if you're wrong or right. I just genuinely want to know. I genuinely want to know what good reason there is to vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, let's let's just be honest and let's go over everything about Joe Biden that we know. So Joe Biden claims he's not going to raise your taxes. Yet he also claims that on day one, he is going to roll back the, tr- the Trump tax cuts. The myth is that the Trump tax cuts only helped the upper class. The reality is my paycheck, and I am certainly not upper class, got a $200 bump because of the Trump tax cuts. So on day one of Biden's presidency, my paycheck goes down. If you received a tax cut on day one of the Biden presidency, your taxes go up, your paycheck goes down. On multiple occasions, switching subjects. On multiple occasions, Joe Biden has said that he will end fracking. When he speaks to the public now, because he's taken a lot of heat from that and he's lost a lot of support from the unions, Joe Biden says that he will not end fracking. Now, I don't believe Joe Biden will end fracking. I really don't. Joe Biden is an establishment candidate. Joe Biden is going to get in there and do very, very little. But... Kamala Harris will. Kamala Harris will end fracking. Kamala Harris is the most liberal candidate. Now, now also, to be fair, Kamala Harris will do anything to get power. She will say anything to get power. In her career, that has proven to be true. I mean, look at her history with Willie Brown and then come back and listen to this podcast. But go take a minute, look that up. That's how she got into power. She got intimately involved with Willie Brown and then, you know, moved up the ranks. So, I think that those two things alone show, A, inconsistency from Biden, and B, dishonesty from Biden. Now... Let's talk about health care. The myth is that Trump will erase pre-existing conditions. 
that Trump, they say this all the time. They say all the time, Trump wants to do away with pre-existing conditions. Trump, Trump will not help people with pre-existing conditions. This guy has asthma. This guy has a heart condition. This guy has, you know, whatever. He won't be covered if they repeal Obamacare. But that is patently false because Trump signed an executive order. Already he signed an executive order that will protect people with pre-existing conditions. So even if they repeal Obamacare, the pre-existing condition clause stays in effect because of Trump's executive order. So it's not going to disqualify folks with pre-existing conditions. But there was a lot of bad that came with Obamacare. For instance, if you had a policy that Obamacare affected, the insurance companies just did away with your policy and they say, I'm sorry, you got to get a new policy. We're not doing it. You know how I know that? Because I got a letter from my insurance company when Obamacare passed that said they were doing away with my policy. I liked my policy. Think about this. The the Democrats, Biden, Kamala, they, they come out and they say things like, you know, Trump is just in it with big insurance companies. Trump, you know, Trump wants to do away with Obamacare and the insurance companies love it. But that is false because if you remember correctly, there was a provision in Obamacare that forced you to have health insurance or you had to pay a fine. It's similar to car insurance, right? They forced you to carry car insurance or they'll, they'll suspend your, your license for it. Well, it's the same thing with Obamacare. When Obamacare passed, there was that mandate. That mandate is gone now. Trump repealed that. I think, I'm fairly certain that's true. But that came with Obamacare and it was terrible. A lot of people who are on Obamacare complain about it being terrible. The deductibles are too high. The co-pays are too high. We do need something better. We deserve something better than Obamacare. And that's what Trump has promised. Now, to be fair, and I'll lean in on a little bit of the criticism, Trump has not provided an outline of what that health plan would look like. He hasn't. I'll just be honest. I'll call a spade a spade. I would love to see more information. I think the voters would love to see more information on what the Trump health care plan would be. But to say that Obamacare is this pristine gold star and it was the best thing we ever did and we need to just pump more money into that, that's patently false. That's not true. Obamacare is deeply, deeply flawed and it needs revision. It needs to be looked at. It needs to be repealed and changed. That's just the facts. But they pass, they push this false narrative about you know, pre-existing conditions that is just not true. It's not true. I don't know how many people know that, but it's not. Let's let's circle to another area. War. So Trump is the first president in a long time to not amplify or start a conflict overseas. Trump did not get us involved, start involved in a new war. He didn't. And he, as a matter of fact, is actively trying to pull our troops out of the Middle East. Now, my position on that has changed. I will openly admit that. In 2004 and 2000, I supported that. I supported all of this because of, of, of 9-11, first of all, which, which did influence me, but also because I didn't know any better. As I get older, I find myself becoming more and more liberal on this issue. I do not want us involved in wars that are meaningless for us. There is no reason that American bloodshed needs to happen when we can avoid it. And pulling troops out of the Middle East, we need to bring these boys home. These boys and girls home. We really do. And Trump is actively attempting to do that. Congress has held him up. And this is not my bias. These are facts. 
Biden was part of a regime, the Obama administration, that drone that that ordered drone strikes on American citizens. You can look that up too. Obama was a very pro-war president. He was. All of the crony establishment are pro-war because they make money off war. They profit off of war. To think that Joe Biden will keep us out of international conflict is wrong. He will get us involved. The big myth, too, is that Trump is bad for foreign policy. And I will admit, there are a lot of countries who probably do not favor us, but there are also countries who do now that didn't before. How can you call a president bad on foreign policy who has influenced peace deals in the Middle East? And there have been several now. The UAE and Israel signed a huge peace deal. The conflict in the Middle East is older than almost any other conflict. And Trump is bringing, he's encouraging peace in the Middle East. He's brokering these deals with these countries. That should be celebrated. Trump actually probably should win the Nobel Peace Prize for that. That alone. He's been nominated three times now. I don't know if you know that. The point is, is that Trump is good on foreign policy in a lot of areas. Now, does Europe think less of us? Probably, but that's because they're not benefiting from us like they used to. These trade deals that we were in, they were terrible. Terrible. For the United States. And Trump got us out. Now, I'm not a globalist. I don't think globally. I think nationally. I am a populist and a nationalist. I think in terms of what benefits the United States. Because I live in the United States. My vested interest is in the United States, not the world. I'll let Europe worry about what's going on in Europe. I'll let England worry about what's going on in England. I'll let, you know, Germany worry about what's going on in Germany. And I'll worry about what's going on in America. So Trump getting us out of these bad trade deals that did not benefit us at all and signing new trade deals like the one with Canada and Mexico that do benefit us, I'm all for that. And to be honest with you, Bernie Sanders was all for that in 2016 until he made a million dollars. The funny thing about Bernie Sanders is it used to always be, this is just a side, a little side, uh, we're, we're pulling off the road a little bit to talk about this. But Bernie Sanders always used to say, the millionaires and the billionaires... And then he, he got a million dollars, and now it's uh, just the billionaires. The billionaires are the bad one. Leave the millionaires alone. Bernie Sanders also, by the way, and this is, this is true. So Biden received a ton of money third quarter. When you go and you look, and it is public record, so I encourage you to do so, at where that money came from, it all came from Wall Street. Which means Joe Biden is the candidate for Wall Street. He's the big business candidate. And Bernie Sanders supports Joe Biden, which means Bernie Sanders is full of crap. He doesn't believe anything he says. Why does Wall Street support Joe Biden? Why? This is the biggest question you should ask yourself. They're telling you Joe Biden is going to fight for the middle class. Joe Biden is the candidate for blue-collar America. Yet most of blue-collar America supports Trump, and most of white-collar America is backing Biden. Biden is getting so much cash. It's all big-money donations. Do you know why? Because Biden is the establishment. Biden is their guy. Now, we know Biden's not going to last. This whole, this whole amendment, you know, 20, 
is it this whole Nancy Pelosi is trying to pass this legislation based on the 25th Amendment where she'll she'll take over, you know, she'll create a committee that will determine whether or not the president is healthy enough mentally to, to run. That's not for Trump. That's for Biden. It's very obvious. It's very obvious. They want Biden out because they want Kamala in. But Wall Street wants Biden because Biden's a crony establishment guy. He's going to he's going to take us back to the way things used to be. And that is the worst for America, because those people, the people who used to be in power, the Clintons, the Bushes, ETC, they stripped our rights away. They stripped our rights away. We see big tech doing this now with all the censorship stuff that happened over the weekend. That's the scariest thing. The scariest thing is the left is openly telling you what it believes now. It is frightening. And the left has openly said that they believe they can convince Joe Biden to to go their direction. Maybe they can. I don't know. Wall Street doesn't believe so, but but maybe they can. The fact that that's a possibility is interesting and scary. Trump is winning the Latino vote in Florida. Remember when they called Trump a racist? Remember when they said Latinos hate Trump? You know, Trump is a racist. Then why is Trump winning the Latino vote in Florida? It's because many Latinos don't believe that we should be a matter of fact, many of them fled socialist countries to come here. And now they see the possibility of some of these socialist tendencies rising up in America and they're terrified. And they know that Trump is the only man standing in the way of that happening. I've gone on for 20 minutes. I'm going to stop now. I could go on and on and on and on and on. But what I'm saying is there is not, in my opinion, a good reason to vote for Joe Biden, except you just hate Trump. You just hate Trump. That's the only reason you can vote for Biden. None of his policies benefit any of us, unless you're in Wall Street. So why would you vote for Joe Biden? Trump brought manufacturing jobs back to this country. It's just a fact. Why would you vote for Biden? Well, A, because they're telling you to. All of the media is is pushing out all of these negative things about Donald Trump, even things that are false and have been proven false, like the Russia hoax. That's been proven false now. And more and more we find out about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Hillary Clinton, the more and more we realize this was an orchestrated plot to get Trump. If you don't believe me, that's fine. Do research yourself and don't just go to CNN. You you don't have to believe a word that I'm saying. Do the research yourself. Just go somewhere else besides CNN or MSNBC. Try some alternative news sources. DM me on Twitter if you want some good ones. I'll I'll send them your way. But outside of hating Trump, there's just no good reason for even liberals to vote for Joe Biden. I want to leave you with this. And I know this was a very high-level conversation episode. So for those of you that hate this, I apologize. I know some of you just want to listen to the news, want me to talk about the news. We avoided a lot of that today. Actually, all of it today. I don't think I talked about really one thing that happened over the weekend outside of Hunter's emails. But I want to leave you with this. God doesn't always choose the perfect hero. And Trump is fallible. So fallible. But there is a lot going on in this country right now beyond Trump the person. And for whatever reason, Trump is standing in the way of godlessness He's standing in the way of socialism. He's standing in the way of these 
people who want to drastically change our systems in our country. And they're saying so out loud. You don't have to believe me. They're saying so out loud. No one is perfect outside of Christ. No one. We're all fallible. Trump is fallible, but Trump is the hero that God has chosen to stand in front of all this. And if you think Trump is doing this out of some form of selfishness, please show me what that is. Because Trump has lost a billion dollars since he's become president. He's losing money as president. And you can say he's setting his kids up, but I, I, I don't see any, any of that. Show me that. Please show me that. I want to know where you guys are basing your opinions, where you're getting them from. So show me. For some reason, some reason that I, I can't explain, Trump chose to run for office. Maybe it was selfishness. Maybe he needed to prove something. Maybe it was a power grab in some weird way. But his actions certainly haven't indicated that's true. I mean, if Trump wanted power, he would he would have... You know what? The, if Trump wanted power, and if Trump really was a fascist, these protests and riots and loot, all this stuff would have been shut down immediately because he wouldn't have cared about the Constitution. He would have rolled in there and he would have shut it down. But he didn't. And the reason he didn't is because of the Constitution. Because states have rights. And states are supposed to protect themselves. And they have to ask the federal government for help. And if they refuse to do so, he can't come in. Trump has not violated that. When he sent federal troops in, it was to protect the federal building. That's it. That's all they did. All of what they tell you, Trump is a fascist. There's it doesn't pass the smell test because if Trump were a fascist, none of this would be happening. If Trump were a fascist, these people would have been silenced. You know who's doing the silencing? Twitter, Facebook. These companies that actually legitimately have ties to the Democratic Party and to Joe Biden's campaign. Look it up. I just, I want people to be aware of this. No one is perfect. Trump is, in many ways, brash. He's rude. He's hard to like. But Trump is the fallible warrior that is standing in the way of all of this happening. And you know how I know this is a good, this, this line of thought is validated? It's validated by the fact that the crony establishment including establishment Republicans who are warmongers, who have had their, their hand in the pocket of America for years and years and years, they all hate him so much. And they're doing everything they can to stop him. That's how I know this. there's some truth to this. I'm going to leave you guys with that today. Again, sorry this was a high-level episode, but I wanted to get that out there because I have a lot of thoughts going through my head, and I'd much rather talk to talk about those to you. I'd talk through my line of thought, why I think the way I do, why I'm supporting who I'm supporting, because I want you guys to know that. I don't want you to think that I'm coming from a place of, oh, you know, I just back Trump because he's a Republican. No way, man. No way. There, in my local area, there are Democrats that I'm absolutely voting for because these establishment Republicans in my area, in my local area, they got to go, man. This this good old boy system of do the same thing and this guy should should get this office because he's a Republican? No way. Nope. Not on, not on my watch. 
There are legitimately Democrat candidates in my local area that I will be voting for proudly. I am not a shell for my party. I believe what I believe, and I have evidence to back it up, and it scares the hell out of me. Thank you guys for listening so much. Um, I really do appreciate it. We we do. You know, we we've. I love the engagement I get on Twitter. I love I love it all. Honestly, I do. Uh, you know, I have very very small follow followers on Twitter, a very small amount, but they're all great. They're all great followers. I love every single one of them, and um, I love you guys who listen. We really do. So if you want to follow the show, it's at Vegan Wing on Twitter. You can follow us there. Otherwise, thank you guys for listening so much. We really appreciate it. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.